to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Welcome to issue 31 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And I am Justin. And to be perfectly honest with our listeners, this is our first show of 2012, despite our last show being the first show of 2012. Editing magic. (laughs) It feels like, and we're back, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's been almost a month since we recorded last. Yeah, it's been a while. Christmas was on the horizon last time we got together. Now it's just a mere memory. It's in the sunset. Yeah. It's fading away. I've already started my Christmas shopping for next year. You have? (laughs) Crap. How could you not? They moved all the Christmas stuff into the clearance section so they could put the new Christmas stuff in at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) I know, the Easter stuff's already on clearance. (laughs) Well, speaking of Christmas, I did want to run down. You know, we did the Marvelicious Gift Exchange. And I wanted to thank Mitchell, my secret Santa, who hooked me up with some Minimates, the Galactus Toys R Us exclusive Minimate set that I have checked every time I went to Toys R Us for and never found. Very cool. It has got a nice pimp and purple Galactus with a little bit of glitter on him, Terax, Morg, and Nova. Mm. He also kind of threw in a drawing. He's a bit of an artist himself. (laughs) Kind of threw in a bit of a drawing. I think it's the most awesome drawing I think I've ever seen. We've talked about how I am the cooler when it comes to figures, uh, that once I buy it on eBay, you will find it in stores. Well, now the cooler has his own cover art. And it is a walking refrigerator who can't stop spending money. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, about right. So scalpers love him, wallets fear him. Yes, yes. <laughs> that might make my job for finding a cover image for this week's show pretty easy. Yes, I think it will. <laughs> so thank you to Mitchell. I got a very cool Modoc and War Machine Heavy Metal Heroes from Herberto, who is my secret Santa. And this is awesome. It was my first carded Modoc. It is a really cool set. This is from the Iron Man set from 94. Whoa. And they're about two and a half inches tall, around the size of maybe a Hero Clicks or something, and die-cast metal with some articulation. A very cool set. You use anti-man math there, because those are about three inches tall, I think. <laughs> and Modoc is about three inches wide. I want to thank my Secret Santa as well, who I'm not sure if he's a member of our forums or if he checks out our Facebook page or not, but Jeffrey from Cincinnati hooked me up with the Iron Man Light Up Avengers base from Toys R Us, which is pretty sweet, and it makes me three-fourths of the way complete to that half circle. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. I've yet to open them because I'm waiting to get all four of them to make my circle base and also I have to figure out where that's going to live. As we talked about before, that's kind of a investment in, in display area, you know? Yeah, I think when I display mine, I'm not actually going to make the circle. Yep. You'd have to have something in the middle of that circle, like put your sentinel there or something. I mean, it's a lot of space. 
Exactly. That may be the way I go with that, though, eventually. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Just a quick shout-out to Jeffrey. Thank you. I also want to give a shout-out to Jerry, who is our Timely Review segment host. Jerry, first of all, gave me the best gift in the world, time, by hooking me up (laughs) with the Family Dollar figures. (laughs) Yes, and he also gave me time and frustration and eye-rolling that I can save for another occasion. Understand, on Christmas Day... Christmas Day, folks. Christmas Day. On the way to Christmas dinner at my dad's house. I take Marjorie and our grandmother to Family Dollar because their their website says they're open. They weren't. However, (laughs) we were the winners because Starbucks was open. (laughs) Yeah, I have to thank Jerry as well because he he set me up with a a set of those as well, too. And I got to tell you. Once we started talking about those and we made the decision to start looking for them, I did not realize how many family dollars were within my immediate area. And after about 18 of them, I decided to quit Google mapping it and just give up. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. I was in 18 different family dollar stores right before Christmas. I was in about 10 and I drove over an hour for some of them. (laughs) <laughs> and didn't you go into some with bars on the windows? Oh, several had bars on the windows. So I've never been in a family dollar. Is it magical? <laughs> Out of the numerous ones I was in, there was only one that I could see myself ever going back to. The rest of them, seriously, like Google Maps doesn't even want to show you <laughs> where you're going. Like some of them are like, oh, that's a street I recognize. So you get there and you have to look again. It's like, oh, it's not actually on the street. It's through an alley and around a corner. <laughs> okay. there, That makes more sense. Here's the family dollar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, when I got Jerry's box, I saw it and I'm like, oh, it's a little bit larger than I expected. He packed really well. And I left it for a couple of days because we'd moved and I finally got around to opening it. Jerry had surprised me. Despite being our timely review host, he's kind of paring down his carded collection a little bit. And he sent me a whole bunch of 90s Toy Biz figures. Wow. Which is going to save us money at the comic book store. Yes. Arnie's been buying one figure a week. It's like an allowance. Every yeah. week I go in and buy one I let one you buy figure. whatever you want, though. Yes. That, let's make it, that abundantly clear. It is my clear. limit. Yeah. I don't want to come off as the mean, bitchy wife. He sent me Battle Brigade X-Men Archangel, Web Parachute Action Spider-Man from the Spider-Man cartoon series. Oh, wait a minute. Why does Spidey need a parachute? Because he parachutes. Well, what if he's above where the building skyline is and the web can't shoot it? I think the bigger question is what the f*** happened to his jaw? (laughs) (laughs) Looks like he had some bad reconstructive surgery there. (laughs) Is that Brian Posehn, the comedian who made the joke about Spider-Man has to live in a city or else he wouldn't be a very effective superhero? (laughs) Like if he was in the Midwest, you know, (laughs) what's he going to (laughs) do? Swing really low. (laughs) And then he sent me three of the four Marvel overpower figures. He kept Scarlet Spider for himself, but he told me the whole story about how some of these were figures that they were going to put out on other lines and got canceled, and so they did this overpower card game. And so I got Knight Armor Iron Man, which is some very cool black armor. Very cool. Adam Warlock. He's looking exceptionally Boehner tan in that one. (laughs) He's a little orange. He's got George Hamilton disease. (laughs) A post-battle Wolverine, Bone Claws. He looks pretty shredded. And a Spider-Man 2 Doc Ock. 
Because everyone, really, their figure collection is not complete without Alfred Molina. Yeah, now I can make my Boogie Nights diorama. (laughs) Yeah, wait, you forgot what Jerry sent me. He sent me the Superhero Squad Hallmark ornament because it's lenticular and it's Superhero Squad. And it's super awesome. And you'd been hemming and hawing on that one, but yeah. never It's jumped. hard to go down another path. Marjorie for Christmas got me two Marvel lamps, which are very cool. We saw these in our local comic store. Well, actually not local, down in St. Louis. They had them there. They're nice, basic lamps with shades that have classic comic art. And she got me Spider-Man that has, like, Amazing Fantasy 15 and a couple other comics and the Incredible Hulk one to put in my game room. And also she got me a hot toy. I did. Again, you keep feeding this addiction. Yeah, but Justin knows what hot toy you got. He helped me pick it out. Again. <laughs> but this is not an open door or anything carte blanche to go down this path. Because I bought you one of a license that's never been in our house before. Christopher Reeve needed to hang out with Robert Downey Jr. and Toby Maguire. So she got me the Superman. I know this isn't DC Licious Toys, but it's <laughs> almost a Hot Toys podcast as it is. So <laughs> pretty soon the Michael Jackson and Bruce Lee and Predator will be hanging out. I've been wondering why you didn't get the Predator ones yet, honestly, as much as you like Aliens versus Predator. And they're coming out with RoboCop and RoboCop 2 See? and Ed 209. There's the loophole, Marjorie. See, we went down that path thinking, okay, well, if we get, yeah. if you get him a Superman, then there's really, he doesn't have to get like a Lex Luthor or anything or a Richard Pryor, should they come oh, out God. with a hot way of that. But like, <laughs> maybe, maybe a Lois Lane one that comes with pliers. But no, he sees this as like, oh, well, I can get one offs from my favorite movies. <laughs> I don't know. They got a Michael Keaton Batman going up on pre-order. No. No. I promised Marjorie I will not buy any of these because she runs out of gifts. What happened was I thought last year at the Marvel ones that I would have like a whole year's worth of gifts going, but nope. Because by March, he had pre-ordered all the ones that were available for pre-order and started picking up the rest on eBay. I'm going to say this. The Red Skull is up for pre-order now. And I'm playing the long game. So you're going to order it tomorrow? (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I got burned on Odin. He went down 20%. And I have a feeling Red Skull is kind of in that Odin category. And I think Red Skull is slightly overpriced. I agree with you on the slightly overpriced, but uh, I don't know. I think Red Skull is in a different ballpark than Odin. Yeah, it's Odin. Who cares about Odin? That's the thing. He is like the sea level. He's not one of the most popular comic book characters. Captain America and Red Skull, very popular. All the old ladies I work with noticed that I was wearing Captain America earrings today, and they knew who Captain America was. If the old ladies know who Captain America is, he's more popular than Thor. All right, so you're right. I'm playing the long game. I'll probably have a pre-order before the show airs. Got it. Just making sure. (laughs) But Marjorie, I think... I did pretty well by you by Christmas. If you go back and listen to our Sweet Christmas 2011 episode, and basically everything everything Marjorie says, that's nice, that's cool, or I wish I had that, I went out and bought for her. My Hulk hat was a big hit at work today. Yes, I got you the Toki Doki Hulk hat, which was perhaps the hardest item to actually purchase because it's kind of (laughs) silly. Everyone thought it was cute. Few people thought it was... Gur? I don't know what Gur is. Is that tough girl? No, it's Gur. They said it's a character called Gur. I don't know what that is. 
I also got you the Japanese Tokidoki Spider-Man pullover hoodie, which I actually ordered for you before the Sweet Christmas episode, but you went out and found on your own when researching Sweet Christmas and said you wanted it, so it mm-hmm. killed all surprise. I thought you'd just be freaked out by this totally new Tokidoki design, but no. You had to go to the Tokidoki site yourself. A lot of this was hard to find, though, because we did Sweet Christmas and all that stuff was in stock. Then I go to buy it. All that stuff was out of stock. The hardest thing to get were your earrings. I got you the Punisher, Captain America, and Spider-Man earrings, which we'd found at Superhero Stuff, and they were sold out, and Google couldn't find them. Fortunately, there was an Amazon reseller who had them. But I think where I got you the most was... I overloaded you with MODOK. You did. I have now every version of MODOK that is out there. As far as I know, you've got the Marvel Legends build a MODOK. You've got the Iron Man heavy metal MODOK. Well, we've got the Bowen statue of MODOK. I got you not one, but both Heroclix MODOKs. I just searched eBay for MODOK and bought everything I could find. There was apparently an early Heroclix MODOK and then a later much more well-designed MODOK. Then I got you the Squinkies MODOK. I actually got you all Series 3, 4, and 5 of Squinkies, which the listeners have known about for over a month now. Yeah, I guess. How did I not... Oh, you know what? It's because I'm moratorium where I don't go to the store from November through January. Did I tell you that I ordered these from someone in Korea? No. Why did you order from Korea? <laughs> The listeners know this story. Because he's the cooler. (laughs) I'm the cooler. I was really afraid I wouldn't be able to get them for you for Christmas. They weren't in U.S. stores. They were available in Korea. And so I ordered two sets of each. Wait, south or north? South. Okay. I ordered two sets of each from South Korea. And then before they got here, I see Barrett posted on Facebook the new Squinkies are at Toys R Us, so I have to delete the post, send an email to everyone saying, don't tell Marjorie, because she'll be like a rabid dog if she knows the Squinkies are out there. She won't sleep if she knows the Squinkies are out there. Then, not sure if I get the shipment from South Korea in time, I went to Toys R Us and bought $100 worth of Squinkies when they were on sale, and then I got the ones from South Korea, so now I've got a lot of Series 3, 4, and 5 of Squinkies if anybody's needing some extra. <laughs> well, I'll be making some jewelry out of those because they make really cute earrings. <laughs> you know, that brings me to the point. I feel like the both of you have kept secrets from each other, and I've been the conduit in the middle. So I <laughs> yep. have secrets from each of you at the same time. Like, there was a point where we were all three going back and forth with emails that were secretive from one another. <laughs> That I had to keep straight in my head who I was talking to and about what. Oh, my God. It's like the dilemma. (laughs) Well, I was scared that this was going to be Gift of the Magi. I was afraid that I was going to get all these squinkies in here. And all of a sudden, you'd be like, hey, look what I found. (laughs) (laughs) You're damn lucky I don't go to the store at all during the holidays. It's also pretty lucky that Squinky's packaging isn't very standoutish from one series to another. Like, I bet you you could have walked right by the Squinkies and not even noticed that there was some sitting there that were different. Yeah, but lately I've been checking every time I go to Meyer, <laughs> which is the only store I go to because they have grocery. These things are pretty nice, though. Series 3 is the X-Men. I like the Superhero Squad ones best. That's Series 4, and that's the one that does have... Modoc in it. I know. They're super cute. And Juggernaut's in there. And Wolverine. And they've got their little personalities. And Series 5 has Galactus. I know. And my little dog tried to eat Galactus. Because he's tasty. Which is ironic that a Chihuahua is trying to eat Galactus who eats worlds. 
Well, as a testament to how popular squinkies have become, right before Christmas, I saw quite a few Walmarts putting out huge pallet displays of squinkies, and they're pretty much all gone now. So those things, they move pretty fast. Kids love them, I guess. Yeah, these things have, they've blown up. I'd never heard of them until we started picking up the Marvel ones that one day. Now I see all these different licenses in the boys' aisle, the girls' aisle. Maybe it's just because I'm paying a little more attention because I know, but they're kind of unavoidable. And now Hasbro's kind of ripping them off. They're doing a Star Wars squinky that they call Fighter Pods. It's a squinky ripoff. It's a game where you make your own rules. I think that's what squinkies are. They still have this display roll the battle dice. I still have yet to get any freaking dice. I bought hundreds of dollars of squinkies, and I have no dice. Can I open these? Yeah. Okay, so I want to see who the secret ones are. Do you know who they are? No. Okay. I can't tell. In the series four superhero squad, you got Doramu. Goramu. And he's translucent head. And Thanos. Very cool. Dr. Doom with a headache. Yes, he's got a migraine today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thanos is very pastel. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's kind of weird and blue, isn't he? Light blue and then a light purple face. <laughs> and very yellow. It's like he robbed Wolverine's wardrobe. <laughs> That's Easter best, Thanos. That's two you need, Justin. Maybe I can hook you oh. up. Now you're doing series five, the good versus evil. Who have you got? He's as cute as Colin Farrell. A bullseye. Oh, cool. Now they don't always have their hands up in the air, do they? Like they just don't care? Like is that a trend in this new series? No, they don't all. Kang, the conqueror. Very cool. And a Hydra soldier. And then in series three, it's the juggernaut, bitch. That makes two juggernauts because there's one in the superhero squad, too. (gasps) Nice. And Blob. Oh, <laughs> this is perfect. Victor. And Sabretooth. Nice. The Blob looks like the real-life version of Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> they did some weird detail on those eyes. <laughs> it almost looks like he has eyeshadow on or something. <laughs> so those are available in Walmarts, Targets, and Toys R Us's right now. And speaking of available in stores, let's finally start... The Spectacular Store Report. Right before Christmas, some Toys R Us stores were restocking with figures that I think we all kind of assumed we might never see at retail. Kind of had to look twice when I did find this because I was like, holy crap, what am I looking at here? Because I had the comic series, Ivan Whiplash Venko, and the War Machine from the comic series. So all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is the Mandarin wave. So I started looking through all the pegs frantically, and lo and behold, I didn't find a Mandarin. Somebody got there before me on that one, or the Ultimate Iron Man. But it was just pretty surprising to see those hitting retail. I had never heard of them being at a Toys R Us or any major retailer up until then. I haven't seen any sign of it, but I did see on our Facebook page other people reporting the same kinds of finds. So it's nice to know those are finally trickling out. I was able to find some of that Thorway we were talking about just a few weeks ago. We had seen some remnants of it when we were in Times Square Toys R Us. Well, it looks like Toys R Us Coast to Coast finally got Wave 4 of Thor, and Targets are still getting Waves 2 and 3. So if you hit both stores, you're pretty much able to get all the figures you need except for Sif because I bought her. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was lucky enough to find a, one of the Destroyers and a Sif at Toys R Us as well. And then I got confused on which Thors I might need. You know, you got the glow-in-the-dark <laughs> one and then the clear hammer one. And that repaint wave got a little confusing as far as Thors go. But I was happy to find Sif without having to go the eBay route. Well, I remember when we reviewed her and I was so neurotic about taking her off the card. <laughs> <laughs> but... I am the cooler. I had ordered the case, and now Toys R Us. And when I saw a second Sif, I immediately picked it up, and they have not restocked since I got that Sif. One person before me got a Sif, I got a Sif, and that is it for Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, and it just, I mean, and it kind of seems like, you know, there was a lot of stocking going on before Christmas, and now it's kind of slowed down. So hopefully when they do start restocking at these stores, we'll see some of these waves again. But in the meantime, I was at Target, and I came across the brand new wave of figures in the MU line. Now, I was at first, I kind of looked past them, you know? I mean, after seeing the pegs of the same figures over and over again, I kind of like, whatever. And then I noticed, hey, wait, that's a storm card. So I looked a little closer, and I was able to find four out of the six right away. And I haven't seen this wave again yet at all, so I haven't been able to complete the set yet. But I picked up the new Patriot, the new Daredevil, the new Storm, and the new Thor, all in the fancy new packaging without stands. So how does the packaging work in person? I know we talked when we saw the online pictures about the larger fonts on the names and everything. When you see it on shelves, does it work? You know, the one that really stands out is the Storm. Storm has quite a large font for whatever reason, and I think it's because there's no modifier. You know, the Thor is Thor, Ages of Thunder, so it gets a little smaller. But, you know, it wasn't that big of a difference compared to the other ones, visually, I guess. And even with the new rectangular thing, I think it's going to make it easier to spot the new waves in the time being while the older waves get flushed out. Because right now you can just walk by and be like, nope, circle, 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 no new figures here. <laughs> I also like that, you know, depending on where you are, I usually just go and try to look at the figures from the right where they have the little icon heads of the characters. So I know, all right, I'm looking for Iron Spider-Man Translucent so I can look down the right spine and see. Well, sometimes, depending how tightly they're packed, you can't get to the right spine. I have to try to bend to either see the figure or the upper left art. Now I can look at the lower left just by sliding a little and check those little art pieces to see which figure it is exactly so yeah like i said i wasn't able to find the new iron fist or the new psylocke yet but as far as i can tell this whole wave is you know repaints with some minor differences because this thor age of the thunder looks to be the same thor that came from comic-con a couple years ago maybe with a new head and possibly a new cape you all take side-by-side pictures and we can know what exactly is the differences but the new thor head looks pretty good it might be the best thor head they've done yet i've never liked one of their thor heads and looking at your high-res shots this one's pretty damn good yeah they did a pretty good job there it's, it's nothing's wrong with the thor faces they've done so far he just he looks like the style of art i don't like where they just are a little caricature and not very realistically proportioned, and it's like Thor has no jaw and his mouth goes into his neck. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> and then the second figure is Marvel's Patriot. And aside from having a new head, I'm pretty sure that's just the Bucky body. So we've got the flap over jacket and all that and the shield. And none of these have the new style articulation that we were excited about being peppered into the line later last year. Oh, that's disappointing for the first wave of a whole new line. <laughs> 
I know. It's kind of the bittersweet aftertaste of finding a new wave. It's like, yay, new figures. Oh, old style figures. But still cool to have them. Absolutely. And then we get Storm. I think this is the first time Storm's been individually carded. You know, we've had her in a comic pack and then in the giant X-Men packs. And this seems to be the same figure, same head, maybe a new cape. And it seems like with that new cape, her gauntlets aren't connected to it, so her arms can move more freely. And she comes with some little lightning or electricity, I suppose. What I find really funny is on the package, her costume is black. But on the figure itself, her outfit looks navy. Yeah, I think it is. Until I get it open and under the lamps, it does look a little more navy than black. Yeah, maybe they're trying to do that, like, shiny blackness, and black always shines blue in the comics. Yeah, I just, I prefer it to be jet black like in the art. I really like the look of the outfit in the art they gave. That's a great picture of Storm in the corner of the card. I wish the figure looked so cool. Yeah, I guess I'll just wait for the new female body version to get super excited for that, you know, until such a time. Kind of a yawner on that one for me, but... (laughs) Well, you know what happens to a figure when they use the old body model. What? The same thing that happens to everything else. (laughs) I'm not playing this game again. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one that I was able to find is Shadowland Daredevil. Now, this makes, I think, Daredevil number 85 in the Marvel Universe line. It's only four, isn't it? But three of them are just variants of the same number. True. (laughs) It's still not as many as Iron Man or (laughs) Spider-Man. And I'd say the only disappointment here is that after just getting that cool comic pack version with the new updated articulation and all that stuff, what we have here is just another Daredevil. And instead of being the same as the others that we've had, it's actually on the bigger style body. So this is a more muscular built Daredevil. But it looks to be the same head as previously and... Less articulation. That's kind of a shame. First of all, Daredevil's not really known for being bulky. And second, he is known for being agile and flexible. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the huge body. It's that medium body, I guess. Right. That... Instead of the wiry Spider-Man body. Exactly. But different from the one they'd been using before. So that's those of the way that I found so far. And, you know, I'm sure eventually we'll run into Psylocke, which is not the new female body. And Iron Fist, which looks to be straight-up repaint of the green version, so... You know, you talked about how many Daredevils we have. I can't believe we're getting our third Iron Fist already. Is there something about Iron Fist I don't know? (laughs) (laughs) This is our fourth Iron Fist, if you count the black chest, yellow chest. Yeah, exactly. With the comic pack and the original and now this one. I love the look of the white figure from what I've seen online. I like the white outfit, but it's like, wow, you gave me... Four Iron Fists, but I still don't have a Venom. (laughs) And because of weird revision cases, at any given time, you could walk into a store and find the Iron Fist comic pack, the revision case that had the Electro in it, that has a Iron Fist shipping in it again, and possibly the new white Iron Fist. So if any kid out there asks his grandma for Iron Fist, you better be pretty specific about which one you want her to pick up. Now they just got to re-release the old Luke Cage to go with him. I haven't seen him in a while. (laughs) Or the variant that never showed up, the white t-shirt. And then when I was at Toys R Us, I found a new case of comic packs 
And it wasn't too long after we talked about finding the other comic packs that we were shocked to have gotten from Hasbro Toy Shop. And I still haven't seen those in stores. Yeah, nor have I. So I don't know which ones are actually newer or if these are just going to end up being on the shelves at the same time. But I ended up finding the uh, Mr. Sinister and Gambit pack. There was a little bit of a surprise in there. From what I had seen online previously... I had thought that we were getting a new Gambit, but it turns out that it's the same Gambit from the X-Men Wolverine line from a couple years back, just repainted with a new head. And I got to say, the new head is cooler, has better hair sculpt, and they gave him a little bandana around the neck, but still no ankles. So I guess if you missed that Gambit from before, this is a great way to, to get it. But Yeah, and I did miss him from before, so at least I'll have a Gambit. Yeah. It's it's still a good figure. You know, I mean, one gripe is no ankles and no wrist articulation, which you kind of want with Gambit because he's, you know, twirling his stick and all that stuff all the time. So it kind of makes it hard to get him in a pose other than just like, hey, look at my staff. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I usually pose. And then Mr. Sinister, I was pretty excited to get, but now that I actually have him in hand, I'm I'm a little disappointed, and it's not anything to do with the sculpt or the cape. It's I think his neck needs to be a little longer. He looks like he has no neck, and it might be because of the high back cape. I'm not sure. From the looks of it, they just retooled the Colossus body. Ah, that's actually a smart move, though. It looks really good. Yep. I mean, it's the way to right way to go with that. And the cape, you know, kind of just sits on his shoulders. It pops on and off. But yeah, just I wish his neck was a little bit longer. It makes him seem, I don't know. He looks a little stubby. Yeah, stubby's the right word. He's not as giant and overwhelming as he otherwise might be. But all in all, a good pack. I was glad to find it. And I found it for you as well, Arnie. I still need to ship that out. Well, I appreciate just knowing it's there. Exactly. And then the next new pack is Thanos and Adam Warlock. And looking at the Thanos, it's a repaint. You know, we're going to get a darker blue and a slightly different app. You know, he's got gold in areas that he didn't before. And this time they use more of a metallic gold than a yellowy gold. And it looks like we have a new head, at least a partially new head, because he's, he's got a bigger smile. I like this face. This is the Thanos face that's iconic to me. Yeah, it looks like he's grinning rather than, like, trying to hold back some gas or something. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think this Thanos is going to replace the older one on my display shelf. Does he have an Infinity Gauntlet? He does not. And that's because Adam Warlock comes with the Infinity Gauntlet. Ah. And it's just kind of a little snap-off piece that sits over his fist. But, yeah, it's pretty neat. And actually, out of all these figures in these packs, I think Adam Warlock might be my favorite. He uses the newer style body, and he's got a cool staff that they really spent some time with the detail on his on the bird on top of his staff. Then they used a really cool metallic red paint on his cape and on his costume. I'd love to see that in person. I'm looking at the pictures, and the metallic doesn't necessarily shine through on the photos, but I bet that is cool in person. I like the concept of it. Yeah. So, yeah, all in all, you know, comic packs, I think, still remain a, a good value at the cost that they are. You know, at 15 bucks, you're getting two figures, and usually they're pretty good figures. They're not straight-up repacks. You know, sometimes you get comic packs where it's like, oh, well, I already have this figure three times. And you said you found these at Toys R Us? Toys R Us is the only place I've seen them, and when I did pick them up, they weren't in their system yet, so they had to go grab an older comic pack to ring up both times I found them. But, yeah, like I said, there's... You know, there hasn't been a lot of restocking at Toys R Us 
since Christmas. So I'd say once that starts happening again, that's the place to, to start looking for some of this newer stuff. And I've been hitting quite often because rumor has it that the translucent Iron Spider-Man has been spotted at Toys R Us. Yeah, feels like a shaky rumor because I haven't heard a whole bunch of confirmation reports other than, you know, one or two here and there, but seems real enough, you know? I mean, it was on eBay. There's been pictures of it carded. It just, either people are finding it and not reporting it, or it's just really not out there all that much yet. And then over at Walmart, I spotted even more Mega Bloks individually blind bag figures, which was a little confusing to me because I kind of thought, or maybe I just assumed that since Lego was hopping in, that Mega Bloks wouldn't be getting the license or continuing with the license. So I guess we'll have to see how that plays out coming up with Lego hopping in. I actually have an appointment with them for Toy Fair, which is less than a month away. And they're definitely continuing with the Marvel license because I've seen pictures online that have leaked of a lot of sets for the new Amazing Spider-Man movie. So either these may have been in production. You know, it takes about two years for toys to go from concept to actually out in stores. And so it's very possible that Mega Block already has this stuff in production as too late to pull the plug and Lego will really start hitting next year. But yeah, they're still very much a Marvel player at the moment. Yeah, there's going to be probably some overlap. But from just looking, I didn't pick any of these up yet because, you know, looking at it, there weren't any that I was super duper excited about getting except for maybe Iceman, who looks like he's translucent. (laughs) (laughs) A translucent version of the Silver Surfer from the same wave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that one I figure you could probably pick out if you just kind of squeeze the bag a little bit because it looks like he comes with a pretty big surfboard there. But then it looks like you get a modern Havoc. There's a Mr. Fantastic in a more modern costume and a weird, way too realistic looking head for that body. Yeah, that's like very creepy. It's like Photoshop real head on a squished body. It's odd. I feel the same way about Magneto. It kind of looks like Fred Armistead behind the helmet. Oh! <laughs> and then it looks like, yeah, there's a movie version of Sandman. And then a a Cyclops, which he's kind of hidden back there. I can't tell from where they're drawing that. But these all seem to be somewhat movie appearance, I would say. And the the Havoc doesn't look like first class at all. He's pretty standard Havoc. I think they're all generic enough that they're comic outfits, but they're kind of hearkening to the movie characters. Plus, there's big time Spidey. Right. (laughs) With some weird green worm in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like playing the blind bag game with this series of Mega Bloks because, like I said, none of them really jumped out at me as super-duper cool. But I may try to track down that translucent Iceman. I have to say, I don't know about you, Marjorie, but I am done with Mega Bloks. Yeah, i just not feeling it. They're just, they lack the cute factor for me. And that's one thing I really like, obviously, is I love my little squinkies and superhero squad. They don't have any personality. There'd have to be a character that I'd really want in them. And the characters they're doing are all fairly common. They're characters I have in the Marvel Universe line. Yeah. And I was in Target and I found Mega Bloks in the 70% off aisle, Series 1. And I only have a couple of them. And I'm like, 70% off? That takes them down to like 50 cents a figure. And I'm like, you know what? I still don't want them. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that was my big defining factor. And I've passed on those Iron Man 2 Mega Block sets more times than I can count in clearance aisles at Walmarts and Toys R Us's. So I think that out of this series, I look at it and initially it's like, ooh, blind package. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't bring myself to buy any of them either. We got a special little after Christmas surprise. We went to pick up our comics on Wednesday and have our year of the Euro place right there. My Eagle Moss Modoc finally arrived. And I have to say, out of all the figures in the line, which we buy what you like. Which has been so far a Modoc. Modoc, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how you operated on the Star Wars version with the ships that mm-hmm. we buy what you like. They're not all quality, but some are very cool. Yes. When we saw them at Toy Fair last year, we ran them down. You can listen to our show in the archives there. But when I saw they were coming out with Modoc, we asked our comic store to special order it. They don't get them in normally. No, they don't. And I have to say, if you're going on weight, he is by far worth it because he is so heavy. He's solid metal. I thought they were ho- going to be hollow, but he's solid. I thought since he was bigger, they'd cheap out on him. You could hurt someone with this if he threw it at them. He's very cute, too, though. He looks very angry. They did a lot of great detail on the sculpting of the face. There's a lot of lines in there that are sculpted in. Yeah, and it looks a lot like the statue version that you guys have, just in a smaller scale. Yeah, it's very similar, because he's got uh, the same, as we once called it, Taco Bell burrito base. Because it's like there's something exploding out of his bum. (laughs) There are quite a few differences. I mean, there's only so much you can do with a MODOK, I suppose, but he's got a little bit of a different forehead adornment. The mouth is different. Here, he actually has this weirdly open mouth, and there's a good, like, half inch of mouth inside there. You could, like, put a cigar in there if you wanted or something. And he's just slightly different proportioned. It makes his arms and legs look even stubbier in proportion to his rocket base. And the bull haircut stops at his headband instead of going a little bit underneath. So there's some differences here, but it's a nice, cool piece. It's four inches tall. And not only do you get the Modoc figurine, you get kind of a, almost like a history of Modoc in it. And it has, well, the history of a mentalist. And it's got a lot of great Modoc art in it. And it's really neat. And then you also get, oh, I like the back. It's really cool with the AIM soldiers. Mm Mm-hmm. You also get a double-sided MODOK poster. And one side, which I like this side better because it's just MODOK, but on the other side, it's MODOK and the AIM soldiers, like the cover of the art book. Did you notice that with the AIM soldiers, there's MODAM in one of the video screens? Yeah, huh. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You know, I understand all that. I knew we were getting a magazine. I didn't know about the poster. I think it's kind of cool. The statue is, of course, the reason we bought it. I'm going to call out to our listeners... Well, there's one other mystery item in this little cellophane packet, and it appears to be a cardboard sleeve for a 45 RPM vinyl record, <laughs> and it just says MODOK Classic Marvel Figurine Collection, and it's got like a disclaimer, this is a collectible item and not suitable for children under 14 years. Do not dispose of in domestic waste. No, it's a collectible. Why would you throw it out? Eagle Moss Publications Limited, first floor, yeah, in London. And I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with this little cardboard sleeve. There's not, like, a card I'm putting in it. It is actually open at the bottom, too, so I couldn't store anything in it. 
Well, does the poster fit in there if it's folded up? No. No, it's no, much smaller. smaller than the poster. Yeah, that's odd. So, listeners, if you collect the Eagle Moss figurines, do they all come with this sleeve? And what the hell do you do with them? You put your LPs in them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we found in stores. Let's head to our... Sales to Astonish. Most of the sales to Astonish this week comes from SideshowCollectibles.com, where they have a new comic kit of magic. A Sideshow exclusive version comes with a dark child portrait. And I got to say, you know, I'm hit or miss on the Sideshow comic cats, but I love the coloring they've done on this one. They gave her just a real bright yellow mixed with kind of a dark greenish gray for the X-Men outfit. And the face has a lot of detail going for it. I, I really like what they've done with that piece. Yeah, and the, the hands reaching up from the flames in the base are pretty cool. It's neat. I like the sword, too. It's got a little, little lightning effect going on around it. Yeah, I like I say, I'm hit or miss. I think that one, they knocked out of the park, though. I really like that piece. Also, up for pre-order... A new Hot Toys, the Red Skull. I mentioned him earlier in the show. So, is he ordered yet? Not yet. That's... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I still haven't decided. Probably. I don't know, man. You get you get Red Skull and you get Hugo Weaving Head. That's pretty sweet. And, I mean, the detail on this is astounding. I went into their gallery and started lustily looking at the photos. And the Hugo Weaving Head actually has the little scar behind the ear for where he would, like, remove his human mask. Nice. I mean, that's an incredible little detail to add. And you can pose him with his cool leather trench or with his, you know, commander uniform that he wears. It's it's one of these that's got a lot of options. You know, you can display that five or six different ways. What's really funny is they still have in stock the Captain America, which is $30 less. And I know that a lot of people are like, they have Red Skull. I'm going to buy Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> But what happens when they already own Captain America? Oh, you have to buy Red Skull. Or is that how it goes, Arnie? And I broke down after making fun of it, naming an episode after it, War Mooshin. And you almost got it for Christmas. I almost got it for Christmas. I almost, I really kind of expected him for Christmas. <laughs> I couldn't tell. You were so weird about it. Here's the problem is the official picks really do make me think Gateway Ad. But the pictures I see on the Hot Toys community site look a lot more silvery and a lot better with the battle damage and a little less black and white and a little more light gray and dark gray. And they looked a lot better. So I'm like, when Sideshow got it in stock, ready to ship, and it wasn't a pre-order, and I realized that once it sold out, it was sold out. And Sideshow sent a nice little post-holiday $25 off, and I was getting a free Comic-Con book. That's worth $75. I was like, ah, screw it. So, yes, after making fun of it ruthlessly, I still bought it. And we will have a review for it the next show to find out how much I like it. If I don't, though, SciShow has a very good return policy. If I open it and I'm like, it's a cow, I can send it back. <laughs> yeah, you're right. After looking at the pictures, it's not as goofy as we originally had made it sound out to be. Still, I personally don't need it, because he wasn't in the movie. That's what I'm telling myself, and I'm sticking with it. 
You know, I'm just so torn on that because I'm all in on the movie ones. Absolutely. The non-movie ones, the exclusive ones, I'm probably mostly out on because I just don't feel like spending $1,000 for basically the same war machine as the special version, only with a base that says milk. And the Comic-Con exclusive, all gray Iron Men, I got the one I got at retail because I went to Comic-Con. But I don't know that I'm really going to go back and get the Mark II that was like that that does go for over $1,000 on eBay. I think that's an easy pass. Yeah. But then there's the Stealth Armor Iron Man, and I want to see your resolve on that. Maybe you don't feel about Stealth Armor the way I feel about Stealth Armor, but that's the one where it's like, oh, they really picked a good one to go into Comic-Con. Yeah, I I still think I may be able to turn my head on that one, but... We'll have to see. I'm never saying never on any of these, I guess, is my, <laughs> my stance, officially. <laughs> and there's a Sideshow exclusive version of the black suit Spider-Man. And I went ahead and got him on pre-order. He's 210. He comes with a giant Sandman base. The Sideshow exclusive has an alternate hand for the Sandman base, so it's a mace instead of just a hand. Cool. Yeah, I remember we talked about that a few shows back being announced But Sideshow got more of my money because the Iron Man Mark 1 2.0. 1. 1.5? Don't encourage him. (laughs) Went up for pre-order at Sideshow. Now, this thing we've just seen some pictures of that leaked a couple. They'd said it was coming, but it went up for order on Friday. I ordered. I didn't hesitate. I'm really happy with the price because I was afraid... The Mark I armor is some bulky armor, and after what I paid for Ironmonger, I was a little nervous this could be up at about 300 How much is it? 210 for the regular, 220 for the ex- They should just rename their company Iron Man Hot Toys, because that seems to what's going crazy. Everyone's got to have an Iron Man, or Iron Men. That's a good point, though, because I think the Iron Man 2 movie is where Hot Toys really kind of came into their own. Like, I think that's where I started paying attention to them. I had heard of them before, but never really paid attention. They really milked that war machine cow, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say you're right, Justin, because when I found out about Hot Toys was when you introduced me to them with Marvelicious Toys 1.0. And I really loved the Mark 6 you got and the ones I was getting. But then I went back and got some of the older ones, and they're not as cool. They're cool, but they're not as cool, and I don't think I would have collected them because they're shorter, the scale isn't quite as right, the head sculpts aren't as good. So when they come out with these 2.0s, they did that with the Mark II armor. I just got my shipping notification on that. That should be here February 8th. And now this Mark One. not only is it giving a chance for people who didn't get them before to get them now, but it is truly a substantial upgrade because something happened in 2010 to Hot Toys technology to just make it explode exponentially in quality. Exactly. Maybe they just looked at the market that they had and said, you know what, let's just step it up that much more. You know, we're almost there. Let's just take it to the next rung and be that company. Is that market Justin and Arnie? (laughs) More Arnie than anybody, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I got to say, though, with the Mark One, I did just a few months ago. I'm the cooler. Yes. (laughs) Buy the Mark One off eBay, the original Mark One. (laughs) 
And then, of course, they announced they're coming out with a new one. But I don't know how I feel about this one compared to the old one. This one has a lot more soft goods. You see a lot more Tony Stark in his burlap shirt underneath that armor. But you bought it so you can compare side by side then. I will be able to when it comes. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think it might be more accurate, though, you know? I definitely think you're right. I've never freeze-framed Iron Man. I've seen it a number of times. But when I think of the Iron Man Mark One, I, I guess I think of our Hasbro toy of the Iron Man Mark One, And that's kind of how the hot toy was. It was a lot more armored up. This one, probably more movie accurate. But I just... It's not supposed to be cool, but Mark II and Mark III are what's supposed to be cool. But to me, the Mark I was always cool. And here, it looks a little bit more kludgy. I dig it, though. I mean, I think... I don't have the original Mark One, and obviously I don't have this one, but just the pictures. Once again, I mean, we've said this before, it looks like a still from a shot in the movie. It's just like a shrunk down, realistic little thing. Yeah, I agree with that. And I really, again, like the Robert Downey Jr. face with the little bit of the, like, 10 o'clock shadow, the I've been in captivity too long. It looks a little Don Quixote with his little helmet up above his head. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, it is a little weird with the with the helmet half on like that. And the big burlap neck piece, it's, it's like medieval armor, which I guess is intentional. Now, it comes with a flame accessory that you can put in his wrist. Now, we've seen Hasbro fail miserably with these. I don't think there's any company that can make that flame that's translucent that comes with your action figure look good. It's just not going to work. And so I'm very curious about how this one is going to be. It's either, it's going to go three ways. It's not going to go two ways. It's going to be three. It's going to be like, ugh, normal. Or, eh, it's okay. It's better than Hasbro. Or it's going to be, oh my god, it's good. But I don't think it's going to be, oh my god, it's good. Well, I mean, looking at the picture there, if that's, even if that's just a prototype and not a 3D rendering made to look like a model, it looks like there's some super sharp details in that thing. Yeah, when you look at the picture that's with the background, it looks really freaking awesome. When you look at just the, this is what it comes with picture and it's laying on the ground, it still looks a lot better than what Hasbro does. I think we're just going to have to wait and see. I really think that's what we're going to have to do. I also like that the figure stand, not a doll stand, the figure stand has a really nice design base. It's more of an environment base versus the others that have come with just the very basic black figure stand. Yeah, I dig that too. I'm surprised it just doesn't come with as many hands and things that the others do. That said, I'm not a big hand changer on my hot toys. I usually find the set I like and go with it. Okay, I find that actually really annoying. And let me tell you why. Not because of hot toys or anything, because I've left my Wolverine alone. But I was bought a mini mate. You bought me a Wolverine mini mate with Blob, because I love Blob and Wolverine. Between the two of them, there's like 10 pairs of hands. <laughs> like the whole back of the sleeve is just hands. Why would I need so many hands? And so many of them are the same. Why do I need them? See, with Wolverine, I can understand it, though, with the difference, you know, it between makes claws sense with out, Wolverine, yeah. In. But with these Iron Man ones, they have, each one of them comes with a set of super articulated fingers that can replicate exact poses of the other ones that they put in there that are non-posable. <laughs> So what so are I, these people going to do with these super articulated Hot Toys hands? A lot of people sell them on eBay. I'm kind of getting nervous about this. <laughs> but I think for your money's worth, what you're getting here is that extra attention to detail. I mean, like the the gears that are on his back. I mean, that get up right there is is more detail that's in any single part of any of the other Iron Man Hot Toys. It is great. I love the welding on it. The way it looks just so 
put together. You would think that they welded the toy itself. And I also like that it's very monochrome, but yet the flamethrower on the one arm and the rocket on the other are the bright colors right out of the movie. It really worked for me. They also say the Sideshow exclusive comes with a holographic collectible that's going to be three inches tall, showing kind of the schematic. That's kind of cool. And it's a translucent green plastic. And he does have a light-up chest plate. I like him. I'd like to say that I absolutely love him. But he just... Maybe it's completely... I'm sure it's completely movie accurate. But the first one, with the bit more metal and the bit less soft goods, just seemed a little cooler to me. Well, here's the thing. The Mark One is the least slick and cool of the suits. And the Mark II is the most. Yes. I think it's kind of creepy, like in a Gimp Pulp Fiction kind of way. <laughs> I think, though, I asked Marjorie if I should order it when it went out, and she's like, why are you even asking? Just order it. You'd regret it if you didn't. (laughs) It'd go up in price, and then you'd have to pay more money for it. Isn't it better to get it now? So you take a little bit of a loss if it goes on sale. That doesn't cost you anything. And I don't see this one going on sale. No. But if you decide you want it later, that's going to cost you. Yeah. I probably just angered thousands of wives. Well, no, I'm said I'm all in on the movie Hot Toys. But Justin, where do you stand on Mark 1? You're more selective. That might be one that has to has to join the ranks, you know, because it's it's different enough from all the rest of them. Where I start getting into, you know, I don't need this one, I don't need that one is even between the difference between like the Mark 3 and the Mark 4. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, circle, triangle, whatever, still red and gold. You know, I'll pick the one I like better. But this one is so different from all the rest of them. I think that would be I remember saying when we started seeing those dioramas of the Hall of Armor sets, that if I got three of those, I'd pick three of my favorite Iron Man and do it. So I'd probably go Mark 1, possibly Mark 2, and then the Mark 6. That would be a good set. Very good set. Plus, you got a War Machine you could always trade in there if you needed to. If you follow the Hasbro rules that War Machine hangs out in the Hall of Armor at Target. (laughs) He's got to hang it up somewhere. Now, also up for pre-order now is a Bowen Spider-Man action statue, which we talked about this on a previous show back in December when there were some prototype images of this. I really like the pose of it. I'm having it hawing on whether or not I'm actually going to order it. I think I'm going to wait. We'll probably see it in person at Toy Fair. I want to see how the detail is in person. I really like what they've done with the base there, though, with all the enemies. You got the pumpkin bomb and the Dr. Octopus tentacle coming out at him. Isn't yeah. he just Doc Ock? He used his formal name. That's very confusing. He didn't go to evil school for six years to be called Doc. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this particular photograph isn't doing this piece any any favors. It's got too dark of a background and the lighting's not all that great. But being a Bowen piece, you know the quality is going to be there. So it's just a matter of is this a piece that you would want to put in your collection or not, I guess. And the thing is, Bowen's been doing it for so long that there's so many to choose from in their archives, too. I just, they've done so many of the hero poses that now they're starting to do more action-y stuff. Which we'll see in our next segment. We have a new segment for 2012. It's just in News from the Web! Bowen has announced several new statues. I know a lot of people I've talked to on Facebook and on the forums are Bowen collectors. I feel like I'm having trouble keeping up with Hot Toys. How you guys keep up with Bowen is beyond me, because they have announced four new items just last Friday. Yeah. 
they continue this action statue, which I kind of like. I really like it better than just the poses. They're coming out with a Captain America in the blue-black outfit, and it looks like he just single-handedly took out a Humvee. Yeah, is that what that is? I was trying to figure out what he's standing on. I mean, there's like some broken bits of brick and wall, and then... Looks like maybe part of a tank or something that was camouflaged. Yeah, like like some kind of vehicle that was camo is under his feet. That is my least favorite Captain America outfit, too. I don't like the gloves and the boots. I know that's goofy. They're a little bit piratey. Yeah, they're just... It doesn't do it for me. And I don't like the blue-black. I like him when he's royal blue. Sporting the flag colors, not the more 90s dim colors. Yeah, this is a classic cap, though. You know, I mean, it's the the colors might not be as accurate as the original looking cap, but the outfit pretty much is. But I don't know if I would want a, a high end statue to be in super bright, you know, four color process looking <laughs> colors. I don't know. We got the Kotobukiya Captain America fine art statue, and he's not as bright as the Dollar General Captain America, but he's a very rich royal blue, and I think it looks good. I I don't think you have to go black on it. No, I can see that. And, you know, somewhere in between yeah. would probably be my sweet spot. Then they announced a couple new statues. They've got a Captain Marvel statue coming out, which I think they've really done well with the metallic paint on that one. That does look very pretty. It's very cool. And some translucence going on there. It looks like he's swooshing around a, an asteroid or a planet or something, and it's you know starting off translucent into going into his leg there. No, I really love the paint job on that. I mean, while a high-gloss paint job might be more appropriate for your Corvette or your Iron Man, it's just cool. <laughs> then there's a Juggernaut statue where they've actually put the high-gloss to good use, making him look really, really bronze. He's huge. He's huge, and he is bronze. What's he holding there? Is that some sort of gem? That's the magical gem that gives the Juggernauts his powers. Aha. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell if it was a gem or an apple. Picture's kind of at a weird angle there. It is. He was hungry. He likes his fruits. Fiber. Yeah. I care about his fiber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the paint job and the sculpt is cool and everything. It's just not very action-y as opposed to the, the other ones that they've just announced. He's just kind of standing there. Yeah. I just love the paint job on him, but I do agree with you. I'd rather have him in a running pose. I mean, he's the juggernaut. He needs to be busting through a wall. Exactly. That's what he needs. Yeah, it looks like he just finished running through a wall, and then he stood up like, okay, check out what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Then they announced a mini bust, if you can call it that. This is Guido from X-Force, and I love that they posed him with a regular-sized minibust to show how big he is in comparison. <laughs> That's like the Jersey Shore minibust. <laughs> because his it? name's Guido? Guido, and look at his outfit. That is totally one of those asshats' his outfit. <laughs> he is pretty huge. And the hair. Yeah, yep. and the glasses. He's totally a Jersey Shore douchebag. Actually, those glasses are more 1984 Beyond Thunderdome Australian punk. Yeah, I can see that. What was that guy who used to go oi for the Duracell batteries or Energizer? Remember <laughs> yep, that that's, guy? That's, that's him right there. That guy from the... Guido. <laughs> no, that's what, that's what he's known as. The guy from those Energizer commercials that just said oi. Oi. No one else remembers his name. If he even, we even knew. <laughs> the sad existence of the ex-Energizer ad people. (laughs) Finally, Kotobukiya has put up pictures on their Facebook page of a new Bishoujo. They're doing another Black Widow, and 
mm, going back to the well already with these redos of characters, but this one is almost entirely different than the Black Widows I have currently. And notice I had plural there because of their variants. <laughs> now, this one is cool, though. I mean, her her vinyl suit looks all shiny. And, you know, I know it looks like she's getting ready to climb over a wall, but they made that a good excuse for her to stick her hiney out, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Although I'm surprised that her boobs are covered up by a gun. Well, from one angle. Oh, there they are. And okay. the gun's removable. So you can either look at her butt or her boobs. <laughs> or both. Or kind of both, sort of. Oh, there you go. Now, is that Daredevil's mask sitting on the ground below her? It is, yes. That's pretty cool. What I find very odd is her hair. It's really very anime. They've always, you know, I've got the brunette Black Widow. I've got the blonde Black Widow. Now I have the pink anime hair Black Widow. Yeah, she's like Frenchie from Greece. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking it's a really good color, and that's what I should get next time I go. I'd be cool with you doing that for Comic-Con. For all over? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I do wish Kotobukiya would go a little deeper into its character roster. I think that getting the redos this early is a little much, but man, they've really stepped up their game with the environments they put them on because initially we were getting not anything too impressive. Even a year ago when we got Invisible Woman, she was just kind of in that weird eggshell kind of thing. Here with the brick walls and such, I think that they've brought the bases up to the same level of quality the statues are. Yeah, it feels more like a statue base rather than like a the Star Wars Unleashed bases, where it was just kind of like, oh, and here's like a piece of the battleground. Mm -hmm. And these are, of course, subject to taste. They're not going to be for everybody. Not everybody's wife would be cool enough to let them buy them. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really funny when we're selling our house, the realtor insisted that the shoujos get put away. (laughs) They were too titillating. Yes. She was old. If it had been this Black Widow, it would have been acillating. Acillating wildly. (laughs) Diamond announced they're having a third series of Marvel vs. Capcom, and while perhaps my wife's Ryu vs. Captain America, or guy who looks like Neo from the Matrix vs. <laughs> Doctor Doom, or White Dog vs. Thor may not be up your alley, Fire Hair Guy vs. Modok. I do not know my Capcom video game characters, I am sorry. <laughs> Well, I recognize that dog from many ass kickings in the game. <laughs> I played the dog a lot, but I couldn't <laughs> tell you his name. <laughs> but I also played Modok a lot. I had the dog and Modok on the same team. <laughs> but yes, you will have to, in order to continue your completeness of the Modok collection, have a mini mate Modok who, I have to say, is a nice difference from the rest. He looks very Lego with his legs. Look at his square legs and his weird, creepy smile. I'm looking more at his like lava overflow base. I think it's pretty cool. The only thing that really makes it kind of, you know, mini maidish is the arms and the legs. The rest of it could be, you know, any other type of small collectible. Yeah. Those are going to be out this spring, and I have not had any problem finding the Marvel vs. Capcom mini-mates at Toys R Us. Ours is full of Series 1 and 2. Yeah, they're plentiful, and even the more popular characters like Deadpool are still hanging around, so if you're late to the game, you should be able to find them fairly easily. So that is it for our show for this week. We will be back on February 1st, where I will be reviewing War Machine, as well as hopefully we will have found the rest of Wave 1 of the 2012 figures. 
And maybe, just maybe, some Marvel Legends might have shipped. I don't know. I got my pre-order in Entertainment Earth. Yeah, and I'm still stalking the aisles, hoping to see him there with all these resets going on in the toy aisles. One day I'll pop in and keep checking Facebook, because as soon as I find him, you'll be the first to know. Until next time, true collectors. Make mine Marvelicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Podcast enhancement by Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. And Modoc is about three inches wide. He's got good girth. He is a girthy floating head. Hey, it's 2012. I can make penis jokes. Wow. Check the Constitution. She's right. Yep. I am. (laughs) I've been holding them all in, too. (laughs) You've been holding all the penises in? I have been, yes. And that's why I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not to have zero segue from that... Wait, is that for Melina and Boogie Nights? Yeah. He was the guy at the end in the underwear. With the drugs. The drugs, and he plays Sister Christian. That's Alfred Molina. Wow, you're right. And you know, he's the guy. Firecracker kid. Yep, he's the guy who grabs the little uh, bag in Indiana Jones, you know. Yep, that's awesome. (laughs) Because I don't collect seriously where I get all worked up about it like Arnie. I don't get worked up. Yeah, you do. I just call Justin. <laughs> so you have a support group, is what you're saying. Jerry, Justin, and Arnie have a support group. And Baron. And Baron. Yeah, but Baron plays the long game. <laughs> <laughs> he waits two days. Waits the long, plays the long game by pre-ordering. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't pick it up right away. <laughs> we love you, Baron. You know I love you, Chocolate Bear. Except when you call Hot Toys dolls. Yes. Because they're not. The poll has shown. <laughs> Is he snorting Coke? Oh, it looked like he was snorting Coke. <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> he just leaned over and his hands over here. <laughs>
You know, I muted. I ducked out of frame. You didn't duck out of frame. That's the oh, thing. It was very distracting because all was of a sudden it, you're was on it the like side. This? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got a long recording session ahead of us. He's got to keep the energy up somehow. Get out the main line. I can stay up later if I did coke. You'd never have to sleep if you did coke. <laughs> It doesn't rot your teeth. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. It rots your nose. You you get Michael Jackson nose. Uh, there's always a downside. <laughs> if the old ladies know who Captain America is, he's more popular than Thor. All right, so you're right. I'm playing the long game. I'll probably have a pre-order before the show airs. Got it. Just making sure. <laughs> so why don't we just call it the Barrett from now on? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play the Barrett. <laughs> You see what he just did there? He I know. played us. I know he did. He made us talk him into pre-ordering it. <laughs> yeah, but see, you don't have to live with him when he doesn't pre-order it, and then it goes up in price, and then he kicks himself, and it's like sad panda for like three days. What the hell's sad panda? It's you. Is that, is that related to sexual harassment panda? <laughs> no, there's no sex when this is going on. <laughs> Would you like me to open the plastic for you on these? Yes. Crinkle, crinkle. I just have a feeling these balls are going to be rolling all over the place before the night's through. <laughs> there it is. See, ball jokes are fun. <laughs> Let's show Justin. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, now I've got confused in my balls. That's why you don't have so many in your hand at once. They're slightly smaller scale, the superhero squad ones. Yeah, maybe it's the superhero squad ones that have their hands up in the air. Specifically. Here's more balls for you to play with. I get to play with balls. <laughs> I'm looking at Justin's crotch again. Yes. <laughs> I just look over. Boom, there's the package. <laughs> Cameras happens to be crotch high. What are you going to do? The Justin crotch cam. <laughs> I usually charge people for this. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I can tell, what they've done here is retooled. 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 Oh, yeah, because trinkling. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Yes, four inches tall. It's about a quarter inch taller than Captain America. What did you just compare that to? <laughs> oh, I don't call my member Captain America. I actually had a Captain America. Wait, yeah, laugh. because... <laughs> However, I think my penis now has a new name. Yeah. <laughs> the Captain. Rise and shine, soldier. <laughs> I guess it's better than calling it the Punisher. 
Now you're has a new name. The I, thought, I thought it was the hot pocket. It is officially 2012, everybody. This is great. I don't even know that all this is even blooper appropriate. <laughs> it's like it's beyond. We're just like porn at this point. <laughs> it's still innuendo. <laughs> Wait, what's an LP? Long playing album. I better get the Roy Orbisons. <laughs> Grease 2 reference. Well played. What? What? <laughs> I know Grease 2. What's okay. the Roy Orbisons? They're, the whole singing contest is for 100 long playing albumums. Oh, okay. And, uh, hello, it's Adrian Zemed's finest work. And, well, TJ Hooker is Adrian Zemed's <laughs> no, finest work. No, Grease 2 is his finest work. Grease <laughs> 2. Maybe Bachelor Party, but Grease 2 is up there. Tonight, we bowl. <laughs> hey, you're lucky. We're bowling tonight. <laughs> I like that. I can We're gonna I can... bowl tonight. We're going to bowl tonight. We're going to rock. We're going to roll. We're going to box. We're going to bowl. We're going to score, 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 score. Tonight. All right. <laughs> hey, a blooper that's not pornographic. There you go. Wait, penis. There you go. ba 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 I'm T-Pain. How come you never have to say make my marvelous just Arnie? It's only Justin and I. I do say it sometimes. Okay. He does. We switch off. Yeah. Sometimes I am on top. Sometimes she's on top. (laughs) (laughs) Cooper. You still haven't seen Euro Trip. I should have sent that for Christmas. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I should have been in the White Elephant Exchange. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I can't believe this thing came up for order today. No kidding. Close that. Um, And what's really funny is after we hung up last night, I went on Facebook and Marjorie and I hadn't even moved from the chairs and I just loaded Facebook and I saw Hot Toys had posted photos of this. Oh my God, I have important news. What? Gene Hackman's been injured. Got hit by a car, I heard. He got hit by a car. Justin just said that. Um, and so Marjorie and I recorded a pickup without you, and I felt bad. It was all about the po- the pictures they posted of the Mark One, <laughs> and so I had that insert all ready to go. And today I'm editing the show, and what the f- do I see? <laughs> there it all is. So this is our third time attempting to talk about the Mark One Iron. Then we had the awkward conversation where he's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should buy it." I said, "Just do it." Yeah, it's better. It's way better. <laughs> How much is it? Uh, two ten for the regular, two twenty for the exclusive. Why don't we say this on the show? All right. Yeah. Okay. I got things to do tonight. Okay. They really milk that war machine cow, aren't they? <laughs> oh. Well, can what? you milk him? Does he have nipples? <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> cool. And here, it looks a little bit more kludgy. A what? Yeah, what? Okay, I'm glad you didn't get either because I'm like, Kluji, my sister know what this is? What is this? I, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> it's a programmer term for just kind of thrown together in a haphazard manner and doesn't look very good. It's not the right way to do it, but it works. It's a kluge. Oh. Yeah, that's not what the rest of the world calls it. The figure stand. Not a doll stand. The figure stand. Hear that, Barrett? 
I, uh, I'm sitting here thinking about this. This may be the line drawn in the sand in the argument between doll and figure because Barrett's little standards are if you can dress him up and you can see too much clothing, then it's a doll. But he's okay with the armored stuff. Well, this guy is he a mix of both. He actually just came around. <laughs> well, here's the problem with Barrett's arguments. He said that the Ghost Rider figure I have with the Nick Cage head is a doll. And if I just swap it to the Ghost Rider head, it's a figure. Yep, you lost that argument right there, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> An asteroid or a planet or something, and it's, you know, starting off translucent into going into his leg there. Yeah, I think what he's around is Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> but jokes introduced this year. All right. <laughs> Stayed up all night writing that one. <laughs> I'm his writer. <laughs> I got to pat myself on the back. That was an ad lib. Very good. <laughs> and now we're going to go into a new segment we have starting for the new year, but we don't we have, have a, bump. a bumper for it just yet. <laughs> News from the web. Is it going to go make web sounds? Ooh, that's a very cool idea. Hey! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to incorporate that. Okay. So next time, our bumper for news from the web will be much cooler. It'll be the sound I just made. <laughs> At least we have a graphic for it. Yes. We're not that. 